0: and welcome to the Flix Forum Podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode is our 20th day of Podmas, where we're putting out an episode every day in the lead up to Christmas. So, what's our episode for today or what's our movie that we're looking at? It's our Netflix 288th film from 2020, the mystery horror comedy, Hubie Halloween, directed by Steve Brill. It stars Adam Sandler, Kevin James, Julie Bowen. Ray Liotta, Rob Schneider, June Squibb, Keenan Thompson, Shaquille O'Neal, Steve Buscemi, and Maya Rudolph. I'm Jesse. Thanks for joining me. Uh, hopefully you're excited for Hubie Halloween. This was a big film when it came out back uh, during the pandemic. Uh, if you haven't seen this, you're one of the few people that haven't seen this film, give us a pause and come back later on because we will spoil this film as we go. And we kick off the show with the fast flicks where we do a quick little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about Hubie a ridiculed man who loves Halloween and wants to protect everyone at this time of year. But people start disappearing in strange ways. Ooh, intriguing. Um, this is obviously a Sandler production, one of the, the many films that Sandler, Adam Sandler and uh, his production company, Happy Madison, have produced for Netflix. Let's look at how this ended up on Netflix. We go to production beginning on the 8th of July, 2019, around Salem, Linfield, Hamilton, Milbhead, Denver's and other parts of Massachusetts and it wrapped by September of 2019 as We see in a lot of these films Adam Sandler's real-life daughters and wife appear in the film The film does pay tribute to actor Cameron Boyce. He had starred alongside Sandler in the grown-ups film series he was set to feature in this film, but unfortunately passed away in July of 2019 from complications of epilepsy just days before shooting started. Uh, Boyce's close friend and former Jesse co-star, the Jesse TV show from uh, the Disney Channel, Karen Bra was then recast. Sorry, Karen Bra was then recast in his role. Uh, this film is dedicated in Boyce's memory. This film was the top stream title in its first two weeks of release on Netflix. It finished third in its third weekend. Um, And then once we got to Halloween, it placed sixth in that week as well. On October 15th of 2020, Boston TV station WHDH announced that reporter Elanio Pinto had been fired after she appeared in this film as a news reporter because it violated her exclusive contract with the station. A um, little bit of a sad story there for her that, um, you know, she appeared in this film as a reporter. Just one quick little shot of a few different reporters dressed up as Harley Quinn um, and lost her job, so that's a little bit sad. It is heavily speculated that this movie was made as a retaliation to Adam Sandler not getting an Oscar nomination for Uncut Gems in 2018. Uh, This is in reference to while he was doing the press um, circuit for Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler joked that if he didn't get an Oscar for that film, he would torture us and make the worst Netflix comedy ever made for revenge. Uh, Sandler has denied that this was the case and pre-production for this film actually started before these comments, so uh, yeah, quite, quite funny there. Uh, What else? This film, so around the world, different titles. In Croatian, Finnish, and Polish, it's called Hubie Saves Halloween. Uh, Sort of gives away the title. (laughs) In Hungarian, it's called Hubie, the Hero of Halloween. Uh, Chinese, it's called Halloween Saviour Shubie. So they obviously called him Shubie in the the Chinese version of this film. It did, um, uh, the working title for this film was Untitled Adam Sandler Halloween slash Netflix Project. And the tagline is Fearless pretty ordinary tagline if i do say so myself Uh, this did hit netflix on the 7th of october 2020 as i mentioned before filmed in and around massachusetts in um the usa awards one lost i had six nominations in total at the kids choice awards adam sandler was nominated for favorite movie actor as well as the film being nominated for favorite movie it also had three nominations at the razzies the awards for the worst films of the year Um, sandler for worst actor worst screen combo for adam sandler for his grating simpleton voice and worst remake ripoff sequel it was also nominated for best picture at the bruin film society award so obviously a bit of recognition um, from the boston massachusetts area for this film and probably showing off some of its locations what are the critics and audiences saying about this film on rotten tomatoes this sits at 52 percent on 85 reviews so that is definitely rotten audience even lower at 48 percent. that's on more than a thousand ratings Sits at a 5.2 out of 10 on IMDb on 57,000 ratings. Letterboxd a 2.2 out of 5 on nearly 135,000 ratings. It's actually been logged by nearly 200,000 people. So a lot of people put this on Letterboxd as a watched film. Metacritic sits at a 52 out of 100 on 19 reviews. Yellow on that traffic light system. So sitting in the middle and the audience also yellow in the middle at a 5.2 out of 10 on 112 reviews. I guess it's also important to note that Um, This Rotten Tomatoes rating of 52% makes it Sandler's best-reviewed live-action straight comedy since The Wedding Singer in 1998. So, even though it's uh, pretty low, still a positive for Sandler. Uh, What are my early thoughts? I've seen this film. Uh, I guess I've got to put that as a precursor. I watched it pretty much the day it came out on Netflix uh, back in 2020. I had great memories of this film when it came out. I was extremely disappointed my high expectations of this film were let down it just wasn't that good i remember thinking this was hilarious um not the case so i'm very disappointed characters let's talk about some characters in this film Hubie dubois uh obviously uh, a grown adam sandler a grown man child almost lives with his mother she worries about him as everyone in town hates him pulls pranks on him he works at a deli where everyone there that works with him is horrible to him too Halloween is, is his favourite uh, time of year, I guess, and he gives himself the role of looking out for and monitoring all the townspeople around the holiday season. Uh, he's in love with the best-looking girl from high school and really has no idea how to approach her. Apparently, his, his family have lived in this area since before the Salem witch trials as well, so a uh, little bit of background there. This this film isn't about the, <laughs> the background of the characters, really. Uh, Sergeant Steve Downey is the lead police officer in Salem. Uh, he doesn't take anything Cuby does seriously. He's quite mean to him. Uh, He was with Hubie's longtime crush, Violet. So there's this weirdness between them and then talking about Violet as well. She was actually married to Steve. Um, They've separated. She lives with her adopted kids. She seems fully into Hubie this whole film, but he has no idea. Uh, She works at a diner and she just seems super sweet. Uh, The other side character, Mr. Landolfa, horrible to Hubie um he tries to crack onto anything that moves really Walter Lambert uh, played by Steve Buscemi he's Hubie's new neighbor who appears to be a werewolf Uh, that's part of the joke is that maybe he's not Richie Hartman Rob Schneider he's the guy that's escaped from a mental institution and and trying to find Walter then we've got Mr and Mrs Hennessy these adults who torment Hubie as well Hubie's mum Got to talk about her. She's got some great T-shirts in this film. Uh, wants to protect her son from the mean people in the world. Uh, she does take it a little bit too far. And and DJ Aurora, that those soothing tones uh, for, of the radio that we hear as a narration throughout this film. Shaq. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. Uh, just needed to mention that. The director, Stephen Brill. Uh, lots and lots and lots of credits. Writer of the Mighty Duck films, uh, Little Nicky, the Mighty Ducks game-changer TV series from Disney+. Plus. Got 15 directing credits, including... Uh, Little Nikki without a paddle. What else has he done? He's done uh, Drilbert Taylor, a segment in that movie 43, as well as the do over, Sandy Wexler. Adam Sandler's 100%, 100% fresh Netflix stand up special, as well. So, a whole bunch of uh, Netflix stuff that he's done as well. All right, what are some scenes that stood out in this one for me? I think the opening with Ben Stiller on the screen as a cameo. That was great, um, you know, reference back to one of the early um, Sandler films. And we've got the Monster Mash song playing. What a, what a banger of a song. Love that song. Um, Hubie has eggs thrown at him uh, by the kids in the town. And then he sort of catches them and says, you know, thanks for the free breakfast, Rocky Balboa style. And Then he drinks them and vomits them straight back up. Quite funny. Uh, reference to i do, I do rules love that um violet like she's on the street hubie's riding his bike he's distracted just crashes his bike that was funny um and then the kid's throwing like saying eat some shit. and there's burning bags of poo and he falls off his bike again humorous uh good sort of uh, ghost reference where there's like this bed sheet hanging <laughs> and they're just like urine stains on the bed sheet that was funny Hubie's mum's t-shirts. I mentioned these before, especially like we got our boner donor and her telling him it's a word for mistake. And then him using that later. Uh, her other t-shirts were like, I shaved my balls for this. Or if you can read this, you're in fart range. Kayaking gets me wet. And then her friend has one too that says it's not going to lick itself. Funny t-shirts. I like those little inclusions. Uh, Hubie's at this funeral and he says to a lady, I love your wicked witch costume. And then, you know, everyone's shocked because she's mourning. And then he says, my boner, in reference to him thinking it means mistake. Uh, Hubie presents to the school kids on Halloween about safety. And then they all just throw food at him. He deserved that. That was good. Uh, Lambert and Hartman together. uh, They're at the cop shop at the end. And they're talking about, like, no one pees more than you. And then he pees his pants. (laughs) Also funny. Uh, Things that I didn't like. I think, you know, Hennessy's wife and husband, I didn't like any of their scenes. I didn't find their jokes about her not being sexually interested in him funny, especially the sucking on the fake fingers. Yeah, just not good. I guess really there's not a lot that I didn't like. There's just, it's just a lot of stuff didn't land. Uh, themes, ideas in this one. That idea of an underdog, you know, rising against bullies, rising against those who are mean. Don't bully people, you know, stand up for yourself too. And that idea of a true hero. It's someone who's kind, never wanting revenge, or, you know, just being kind to others as well. Showing bravery, being helpful, considerate, brave, those types of things. Uh, is, there's a little bit too about that idea of the boy who cried wolf. You know, if you annoy people too much and tell them the wrong things when you actually need help, they're not going to believe you. That that's definitely plays a part in the plot of this film. What did I take away from this film? Um, Richie Hartman, the escapee from the institution. There's like a scene where he's in a pig mask walking down the street and he's wearing Crocs. I literally have those Crocs, I think. <laughs> I just thought that was funny. I like that, um, that little pickup for me. Questions, ponderings, ideas, thoughts. Uh, you know... Sam, this sort of performance from Sandler, I mean, he got away with this in the 90s. It was funny in the 90s. Is it okay for him still to be doing these performances today? Uh, I'm not 100% sold on it. I I feel like, you know, he's trying to prove himself and, and... has done a lot of mature roles i'm not sure this this type of character is necessarily needed anymore uh, and the other thing too hubie's mum at the end of the film she runs off like does she come back does she face any consequences does she live out her years with hubie who knows uh maybe they're leaving that for a sequel uh, i'm ready to wrap this up we give the film a rating out of five there was still some laughs to be had obviously uh, there were some scenes that i enjoyed uh but i do remember thinking this was absolutely hilarious and it just wasn't so i was really disappointed and I'm probably gonna have to drop my. I originally gave this film four out of five when I watched this originally, but I'm dropping it down to a two, halving it. I, I just can't see how I gave this a four originally. Uh, MJ has seen this film. He's not here today. He gave this a four, so it'll sort of bump it up to a three out of five for the Flix Forum average. But uh, unfortunately, uh, yeah, rewatch value for me wasn't fantastic on this. We we have socials. We've got Instagram, Facebook, and X, formerly known as Twitter. The question I wanted to put out there for this episode is: Were we supposed to be laughing or? Laughing at or cheering for Hubie. What, what's it like? Are we supposed to laugh at him for his situations or are we supposed to want him to succeed? A little bit not sure. And maybe that's a little bit about this type of character. Maybe Sandler shouldn't be doing these types of characters anymore. Uh, yeah, apologies. <laughs> I wasn't um, a big fan on this one on the rewatch. We're back tomorrow. We're nearly... We're getting so close to Christmas. Tomorrow, we've got an international film. It's the 2020 Indian Hindi language rom-com, Ginny Wed Sunny. It's directed by Puneet Khanna and stars Yami Gautam and Vikran Massey. That's all we've got tomorrow. Get on board. Give it a watch. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, the way.